time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Mr. Romney Navarro and Jade Newman. Welcome back to the Airways, guys. Welcome back, Chris. We're doing this. Yeah. Hey, you know what's fun? It's it's good to see you guys. We've been traveling a lot. Actually, all three oh. of us, we've been going to several conferences in our space. And when I say our space, this week, I'm talking about specifically private lending, which is one of our core competencies for us as a business. If you've ever looked us up on the internets, you might have noticed there's some publications on us. We tend to be industry leaders, thought leaders in our space of private lending. We don't tend to be, sir. <laughs> We don't tend to be we anything. Are. We just simply are. Well, right, you know well, what? Hey. I don't know if we are or aren't, but we um, we are certainly leading the pack in terms of doing the, the, the best deals on the street. Hey, and I like that. So if you're yeah. not familiar with Noble Capital and what we do, we are an alternative finance company. and We specialize in, as I said, private lending and real estate. Also, we tend to work with retirement planning, which if you've listened to our show before, you know that we spend a lot of time talking about retirement planning and how we can design income strategies for you. One of the things that I always get worked up about, and I always want to talk more about, one of the income strategies is, of course, an alternative income strategy, and that's private lending in the real estate space. We're talking about providing a financial vehicle for the guys that are out there flipping houses, repositioning houses, building real estate. They need a lender in the marketplace. And you know what? We've got lenders, including ourselves, and we want to be that private lender, and we want to be able to have the nice returns to our clients. And that's that's how all this stuff fits together. So if you've ever listened to our show before and you've wondered, how does that work exactly? We'll dig into that a little bit today. And you can find us, more information about us online at noblecapital.com. You'd also check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. And if at any point here you want to engage and maybe join us at an upcoming event, simply text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the number 313131. The the, the text that you send is basically going to put you through a funnel that's going to set you up for an upcoming retirement blueprint dinner. And there you're going to learn all about private lending, all about anything essentially that you need to set up your retirement. It's not going to subscribe you to one of those political text messages I've been getting like 15 of a day. Oh, man. It is that time of year. It is that time of year. We've been getting a lot of that. All right. So last week we talked about not your grandfather's retirement. We, We basically dove into, you know, the entire system that we have is so different for people retiring, obviously my generation when we were talking about retiring in the next 20 or 30 years, but people today that are going into retirement, the entire system is completely different. That whole idea of working at the same place for 30 or 40 years and getting your pension plan, having a party, and then rolling right into retirement and having the same type of income you've been accustomed to, that's gone, right, Jaden? We talk about this, and your clients that you're seeing it, that you're sitting across the table from, that doesn't exist. That's right. On And last last week, if, if you didn't get to hear the show, we, we talked a lot about what's going on today that's, that's so different. And a big part of it is you just can't escape the fact that, yes, uh, we're in a completely different era. 
when we come to retirement. We're, we're not getting those planned, uh, deliberate pensions and retirement vehicles that our grandfathers got. So now you have to take matters into your own hands. And one of the things we can tie into this show is, you know, we talked a lot about where the stock market is last week and the risk that people are taking if they're overexposed to this market and how, what's the best way to come down off of the cliff here, uh, you know, without slipping and falling. And I think the driver for that is income planning. It's a lot, a lot of what we talked about is, is having a retirement income plan where you know where your income is going to come from. So when you look at diversifying out of the stock market, how much should you diversify out? How much should you have at risk in the market? The, the, the driver for that is, is actually starting to sit with an income planning specialist. And you can, you can even start some of this yourself. We'll talk a little bit about this uh, on this show. But to determine wh- how much of your retirement income do you want coming in, consistent, predictable, long-term, and then as you start to, to make those decisions and put those, those income plans in place, then you'll start to realize that not all income is equal. And today we're going to talk about a, a specific type of income. We put this in our alternative bucket, as Chris mentioned, private lending. So, you know, a- after we put our pensions in place, we put those guaranteed income plans in place, then the next conversation we want to have is what about some alternative investments like rental property or, or you know, some type of real estate investment or, you know, there's other alternatives we can talk about. We're real estate guys, so we, we tend to, to, to focus on real estate but those can be great income accounts when you're talking about building a retirement income plan. I was I want to talk about putting my pension in place. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> I joke about it because like obviously I don't have a pension. There are vehicles though that emulate pension and have those types of benefits. If you're really interested in that, there's something else that Romney didn't mention, but just a second ago we, we were talking about where you can find us online. You can actually download previous episodes. Anywhere that you can download a podcast on your phone or online and listen to us, chances are we're going to be there. So if you're interested on in how you can actually create create a pension for yourself today and fund that yourself, you can do that. We're not going to dig into that today because we've done episodes on that in the past and you can find us online. You can download that. But hey, I'm excited. It's my favorite version of uh, investing today. We're talking about something that is not directly correlated to the stock market. We're talking about something that's tangible, provides benefits that you can literally go out there and touch and you can see. Yes, it's an alternative investment. We're talking about private lending in the real estate industry. So listen up. Any of our listeners out there, if you've got a particular interest in real estate, today's show is all for you. Yeah, this is a totally different way to get into real estate too. I think a lot of people hear real estate. and I, you know, I think I say this sometimes and people take it the wrong way. When I talk real estate, real estate, real estate, they're like, what are we going to do? Buy houses? Not at all the case. We're talking about essentially being the bank. So it is the uh, the much more mature way to invest in real estate. It's also the much safer way to invest in real estate. And it's also what we've been you know, perfecting and refining for the last 18 years. Yeah. A couple of years, I was going to say. We're, yeah. We've done this for a while. So let me, let me jump in for two seconds. I know we're, we're almost towards the end of the segment, but we were at a conference here recently and the space has gotten saturated there's a zillion people doing this, and I actually think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm going to keep squeaking my chair here, Chris. I think that's pretty interesting because at some point, these people are going to be, you know, they're going to go. This space is not meant for everybody, right? So I have seen a little bit of, um, I've seen a little bit of the concept of not necessarily retirement planning, but kind of long-term planning with this. But it's it's just a little bit. It's kind of just ever so so you know one percent of the entire ecosystem that we live in even considers this. But then recently, Wall Street came in, 
and they're kind of controlling things. And can I tell you, man, just recently at this conference, I think Wall Street's on their way out because they can't figure it out on the streets. They can't get in and really, you know, roll up their sleeves and do these deals. I just felt that more and more and more. I was, I told you before I was here today, I was in San Antonio talking to, uh, to some of our Wall Street guys. They couldn't do that stuff. They, they can't manage one of these projects all the way through. They love to invest and they love to get that passive return, but they don't like the active part. Well, I think you just teed it up and that's, bec- that's why they're working with groups like us. Yep. I think these Wall Street investors who are trying to be direct investors on deals are looking at this, scratching their head going, we don't know how to manage this. And now they're turning to companies like Noble Capital all around the country and they're saying, all right, we need an operator. We need somebody on the ground that has experience, that knows how to be that intermediary between the guys that are out there as investors trying to do the deals and Wall Street looking for that yield play. What's really interesting and one of the things I was just talking about today with our marketing department was that we're able to offer this investment not only to ourselves and to like what we've done here as a fund that Wall Street's invested into, but now we can offer it to you guys, our listeners, right? That's right. It's we, we're their access to this now is, is becoming uh, unbelievably uh, available from from a distribution standpoint, and our clients, those those folks that are in that retirement phase. We call that the the preservation or the distribution phase of the life cycle of money. In other words, it's not all about accumulation now. Now we got now we got to start thinking about preserving and generating income and tax strategies for for retirement income. All of this start starts to come into play. We want to throw another topic in the conversation, and that that's the real estate asset class. How can you invest in real estate specifically? We like Texas residential real estate. Uh, and we'll talk about why that is too. But w- how can you make that part of your portfolio and generate retirement income from that? Put put your principal to work and earn a six to nine percent return. And and that that's that's for folks that want the income. You can also just let this investment grow and, and compound if you just wanted to to go into a growth phase. And you asked it kind of in question form, and I think the answer is simple. If you're accredited, you've got a net worth over a million dollars, you invest in a company like Noble Capital. It's, it's that simple. We put it into these investments that are real estate backed, right? They're backed at a certain percentage. We're never going to go more than great, greater than 70% of the value of the real estate. So you're always going to have this underlying security that doesn't exist in anything else out there. And this is why people love it because it's secure. It is secure. We're talking about the opportunity to have a growth portfolio or position in your portfolio that represents growth or it can represent income. So it's got some flexibility to it and it's got stability and predictability. That's what we're all about when we've developed this program. We've been doing it for almost two decades now. So that's a long time to think about as operating a business. And it's been very interesting watching our space grow and mature. Um, Stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to talk to you about some of the lessons learned. We'll be right back. On air, online, and on your smart device, Talk 1370 is the right choice. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show. We were just discussing and and trying to keep ourselves held back because all three of us have these stories and everything that we want to share. The collective knowledge that we bring to the table in private lending is very interesting. One of the other things that I noticed at the conferences that Romney mentioned previously is that 
there's very few people that have been in this industry prior to the last recession, whether it's private lending or specifically in the area of real estate that they're in. But when we meet other private lenders, they look at us as like the old guys in the room. Well, it's because we are. <laughs> it's because we are. Just we're, let's be real. We're, for we're more of the old guys in the room than we used to be. No, not more. We are the old oh, guys. We we're, are the old guys. We're in that kind of end of the spectrum. You're right. I was going to bed a lot earlier before everybody else. But oh, it, yeah. it, if you uh, want to see how old we are, you can find <laughs> us online and check out our photos. No, but seriously, uh, you can find out more about us at noblecapital.com. You can also see us on our social media, Facebook, all of those things. We're on all of those. Or you can even download the podcast. And I'll tell you what, we're talking today about private lending, which is only one of the uh, essentially products that we're able to extend to our clients. And our clients tend to be those that are approaching or in retirement age looking for different solutions to their retirement plan. And you can actually join us and come out and talk to us and hear a lot of what Jaden has to say and about how we secure that income in retirement. Romney, tell them how they do it. Yeah, best way to do it, guys, is to text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the number 313131. We've got our upcoming retirement blueprint dinners scheduled here in Austin on Thursday, November 1st and Thursday, November 8th. Both of these are at Trulux, and I believe that's at the Arboretum. That's or, correct. Yep, and uh, Jaden Jaden always gives a great presentation full of information, full of education, full of knowledge, um, typically a full house, but we always reserve a few seats for our radio listeners. So text the word SECURE to 313131, and we'll be sure to reserve you a spot. And you know, Jaden, I haven't seen your presentation in a, in, a, in a minute, as they would say, but yeah. I know that you've got a whole section on private lending and how it talks about it being essentially a hybrid vehicle, right? So you talk about the difference between, you know, 100% safe and then, you know, high risk returns and you talk about the market, you know, and I just had a little bit of a deja vu, you know, here as we kind of wrap up the month of October. But remember, we've talked about this on a show a couple of times, but 10 years ago, today or this week essentially was one of the largest sell-offs that we've had. So this was it. This was the cliff for the markets standpoint. Everything that had happened in the banking industry, they they had not been able to piece everything and hold it back together again. This is when the markets were frozen and you literally could not get a loan right now. Like this was it 10 years ago today and the markets just started collapsing, you know. So that was pretty crazy. So knowing that, that's got to be part of your presentation that you're doing over there at Trulux at these dinner events, right? It is, and again, we're we're talking about in the context of retirement. We're, we're this is what people are looking for. Our clients are looking for safer ways to generate fair yields or, or even good yields, especially with vehicles that they're familiar with and that they can generate income from. So, what what asset is is more familiar to your your central Texan or even just Texan in general than Texas residential real estate? So a little snippet from the from the event that we do the dim, the dinner events. These are retirement uh, presentations that we do, and again, we're going to be uh, at Trulux here coming up, and we'll we'll keep throwing those dates out to make sure you have an opportunity to sign up. But if you come out to that, when I when I get into the private lending discussion, and I'm going to go back to the basics here real quick for the listeners. So the question I ask, and I'm going to ask the listeners now, is if you had the opportunity to actually get on the other side of the table and put your banker hat on for a minute and be a lender on real estate. If I told you that the most we ever lend is 70 cents on the dollar, 70% loan to value, then if we had a $300,000 house sitting over here and we were going to make a 70% loan to value loan on it, Romney, what, what would be our maximum loan amount? 
210,000. I think he did that and said. Yep. So what, what we're saying there is the first hurdle you got to get over in your mind to consider this program is would you be willing to lend $210,000 on a $300,000 house expecting that the, the borrower will perform and come through? We want repeat business. We want the borrower to be successful. But at the end of the day, knowing that if they do fail, that we should be able to foreclose and take that property back. This is what Noble Capital does and dispose of that asset and recover our $210,000. And I think the people are going to tell you 99 times out of 100, yes, but what's the catch? So that means you pass the first test. You get, you get, you understand asset-based lending. You've yeah. got collateral. You're only lending 70 cents on the dollar. So if you're comfortable with that, then we can continue the conversation. And then from there, the conversation just gets into what your strategies are. Are you okay with putting your money to work for, you have to make a two-year commitment when you make this investment, okay? And your, your return's gonna be between six and 9%, depending on how much you invest. And you can use qualified or non-qualified money. What's that? So qualified money, for those of you that don't know, is retirement accounts. So IRA, 401k, Roth, these are any qualified plans that have special tax treatment for retirement. Non-qualified is after-tax dollars. So this would be non-retirement accounts. But you know, j- just that fact alone, and I'll, I'll ask you again, if you're listening to us right now, do you know what a self-directed IRA is? Have you ever heard of a self-directed IRA? You might need to, you said you're bringing it back to basics. You might need to tell them in 25 words or less what that, that is. I have asked the room full of a bunch of people the other day to crickets. One, uh, there was a 75 people in the room. One person raised their hand. It's really sad if you think about it. How could, how could they not know what a self-directed IRA is? You know, yeah. when I ask the room, typically 80% of the rooms never heard of a self-directed IRA. Never even heard of it before. Never heard of it. And, yeah. and I call them out and say, listen, here's what's going on, guys. And I'm not, I'm not calling the client out. I'm calling out the stockbroker sure. who's their advisor. You're calling out the establishment. Who's making them think, the Wall Street establishment that's making them think that the only place they can invest their retirement accounts is the stock market. The IRS will let you invest your IRAs and qualified accounts in a number of different types of accounts. But you don't hear about that from most advisors because advisors don't, don't get paid to tell you about anything else in the stock market if that's all they're focused on as a stockbroker. Yep. So let's put two and two together. A self-directed IRA, tell them how, exactly how it works. Yeah, so a self-directed IRA is, is pretty simple. You essentially have to establish a third-party custodian, right? So first of all, and we actually work with several of these people. We have, of course, our preferred uh, third parties. In fact, they've even been a guest on this show. Shout out to yeah. Mainstar. Shout out to Mainstar Trust, right? So mm-hmm. they've been on the show before. We actually had Jean come on the show, and she actually talked to us about what that is. But you need a third-party custodian, first of all. And then you can set up that account, transfer your funds from your traditional brokerage house into a self-directed IRA account. So you have a new custodian and this new custodian says, yes, you can do everything you could do before with your, you know, insert brokerage house name here. But in addition, the IRS says you can do these other things. And one of those other things that the IRS allows you to do is private lending. You can actually be the lender 
on a piece of paper and provide that real estate investor out there with the loan to go out there and flip this project. And that's essentially what we're doing with our clients. So on the investment side, you're able to provide those funds into a self-directed IRA account, make that loan and realize that return. It goes right back into your self-directed IRA account. It's, it's really great. That's right. And if you're over 59 and a half, you can take income from that. A lot of our clients uh, l- love private lending because this is what this is part of their retirement income. This is what they use to pay for their retirement income spending. So with that said, the conversation from there, Romney, is you know, you, you is a matter of just getting comfortable. Uh, you can you can invest as little as fifty thousand dollars into our fund right now. Uh, we have a tiered system. That's why I keep saying six to nine percent. So the more you commit, the more return you get. But you can always work your way up if as you're comfortable. Right now, our portfolio is approximately four hundred loans, over one hundred and fifty million dollars loaned out across the state of Texas. This is the the magnitude of what we do and what we've been able to put together. So if you want to listen and, uh, to, and understand more about this, come to the event or just give us a call and, and come on in and visit with us. Yeah, let me give everybody the information on these events again, guys. If you're interested in attending one of these events, text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to 313131. We've got two upcoming retirement blueprint dinners, both in Austin, one on Thursday, November 1st, and the other on Thursday, November 8th. We will reserve a few spots for us, for you, excuse me, at TrueLux in the Arboretum if you call in or, excuse me, if you text in. So definitely join us. That's pretty awesome. We'd love to see you there. So when we get back on the next segment, I want to talk about the differences in this real estate investing between possibly other things you may have heard of, like REITs, for example. I'd also like to talk about the difference between passive and active investments. Because one of the things I hear from a lot of my friends is, I don't want to be a landlord. And that's not what we're talking about. We'll be right back. Back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. We're diving into private lending. This is the Noble Capital Radio Hour, and I'm your host, Chris Ragland. It's been really interesting discussing this with uh, Romney and Jaden here because this is one of our core competencies. You could argue it's the alternative investment core competency that we're offering all of our clients. I say our clients, we have direct investors that invest in our funds, but we also have clients that come to us for comprehensive retirement planning solutions. And of course, this is our alternative product. I mean, when you're looking at the stock market, what happened 10 years ago today, of course, I'm referencing the collapse of the marketplace in 2008. And you say, you know what, maybe I need a little bit of an alternative in my life. You know, having too much exposure to any one thing is is not good or healthy. So we're really kind of deconstructing a little bit of what you can do in private lending. Jaden brought up a really cool facet, which is that you can provide qualified and non-qualified money. We're talking about essentially accounts that you've set up with special tax treatment. And what's a shame is the industry as a whole doesn't educate clients better to let them know that you're able to do things like being a private lender or an investor in a real estate fund. So that's what we do here at Noble Capital. And Jaden mentioned some high-level numbers. We're talking about maybe around 400 loans spread across $150 million across the state of Texas. That's pretty incredible. And we've been doing this for almost two decades now. So let's talk about some of the differences here about our product and what maybe you've heard before. So one of the things that I always hear us compare it against is a REIT or a real estate investment trust. You know, So that might be a place to start. And what are the, the differences between a REIT and what we're offering to our clients, Jaden? So from an investor standpoint, and again, I'm speaking 
to our clientele that are typically in their you know mid 40s 50 up to say 75 80 uh, th- this particular subject is applicable to in- anybody that would look at private lending or a REIT but the, the but the reason I bring that up is the first thing we want to look at is the level of risk that we're taking so in a REIT when we're talking about the the nature of the investment okay and this is about 90% of REITs there are some REITs that lend money like us and and those would be more comparable but most REITs and this is the vast majority of REITs out there they actually own property. So yeah, they're, they're equity REITs, right? They go out and they purchase that property. They purchase which, property. Which means they're probably in the business of repositioning that property and actually doing development, right? That's right. Full-blown development. Full-blown development. So they might decide, let's go, let's pick a, a category that looks good right now. Shopping malls. Uh, well, n- not good right now. Uh, <laughs> Amazon's uh, on the move, right? But how about uh, long-term care uh, uh, facilities? Sure. Right or affordable, um, you know, uh, multifamily or something like that. Another good one. I mean, there's tons of asset classes that REITs will go out and be the the developer for. The developer for. So then we're going to take the money and we're going to go out and buy a bunch of property. We're going to go get loans uh, and and leverage that that equity. So they're putting the REIT essentially at risk by getting debt on top of their their equity. Yep. And okay. again, we're remember we're the bank, so we're we're in in that scenario, we're the guys that are lending the money to the REIT, right? right? Yeah. So, but being the owner of the property, uh, that that carries inherent risk, and you 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 have to consider, you know, what is the collateral? What happens if things go wrong? What happens if there's an economic downturn? And at the end of the day, I would rather have my money loaned out at seventy cents on the dollar on Texas residential real estate than being part of a REIT a pool that is out owning, uh, buying and owning property to develop and maybe to hold short term and sell, or maybe it's just to develop and sell. When you, when you give me those two options, I'm going to choose to, to be conservative and hedge, and I'll, I'll be in that 70 cents on the dollar lending program. Now, I think you're, you're highlighting the, the, the major difference here is that what type of risk are you wanting to take, right? right. So for most of our clients, an equity REIT mm, is probably interesting, but it might also be too much risk for them that they're willing to take because, you know, what you're talking about sounds like it could take a while, right? So it sounds like the, my money might be locked up for longer. That's yeah. true. And, and the returns aren't much different than than this debt thing. I mean, that's the thing about REITs. I mean, all, with all of that equity, there's there's at some point there's going to be some debt there. Maybe not a lot. Sure. Right? So it's not 100% of an equity position every single time, but there's a little bit of debt to, to kind of smooth the the deal over maybe to to sweeten up the pot but it's not much different than what we're doing now and and that's i think the part that's kind of still bizarre to me those numbers haven't changed a whole lot since the recession i mean reits are still paying what reits are paying yeah they're paying about five to seven percent yep. okay and, and we're and, talking about six to seven eight nine you know yeah. for us we're and, typically, and we're the guys that lend them money we're six to nine they're 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 typically five to seven and they also are typically five to seven years by the way so you're going to have to be willing to lock your money up. Yeah, two for, to, two to three times longer than what we do. An indeterminate amount of time, as as a, as opposed to us, where we're we're only locking money up for two years, which is uh, very 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 strong on the liquidity side. For if you can put your money to work at six to nine percent in real estate and only commit to two years, that's nice. And the reason to tell them why that's possible, guys. I mean, you 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 can we can commit to a two year hold time or, or lock up because. 
Well, it's the same reason banks are comfortable lending to a property. It's because they, at the end of the day, there's several different exit strategies for them. When you're the equity, there's really only one exit strategy. You have to sell the property, right? That's it. That's it. But when you're the debt, there's so many other exit strategies that are open to you. Some of them are uncomfortable exit strategies, you know, up to and including foreclosure, which we can talk about too. But at, at a high level, if the property is successful, right, the equity is successful, we get paid off first because that's what being a first lien is, and you have that protection. But then they could also refinance us out. And then the other part about it is is our fund consistently has properties coming in and out. So there's liquidity that's going on inside that's of the fund. That's what I was going to say. And yeah. I, knew, I think that's where you were driving, right? Because right? our loans are, t- are 12 to what, – what kind of terms are you writing right now? 12 to 18 months from me? Yeah, I mean the longest loan we'll write right now is 24 months. And, that's a, and boy, that's, and that's a long outlier. That's like a, a granddaddy loan. That's <laughs> a granddaddy our, our loan. At, we're averaging what, about, about – 15 15 months, yeah. 13 okay. to 15, 13 to 15. Yeah, so months. The, the investment's target is to mature, like to actually pay off before that time frame. So, because we're targeting you know shorter investments, that that's how we're winning, that's how we're creating that liquidity that Jaden's mentioning. So, there's not a big lockup. Now, there is one nice similarity between REITs and what we do, and, and that's one of the questions that I get asked all the time is sounds like being a private lender is a lot of work. And, you know, they compare it immediately to being a, a landlord. And I think that's because we focus in single-family residential property, but that's it couldn't be further from the truth. When you're working with Noble, this is a passive investment. If you're looking for something that you can participate in, get all the security of real estate, even better, be all the security of the lender in real estate and not have to do a significant amount of work, buddy, this is it. Right, we're talking about the most you're going to have to do is is check and make sure that your direct deposit made. Right, we're talking about investing in this fund and getting those returns between six and nine percent sent back to you, or you don't even have to. You could actually select growth and allow that money to you know compound inside of the fund. So you have a lot of flexibility, but there's a big difference between being a passive investor and an active investor. And, and you know, I'm not talking about getting the phone calls in the middle of the night that your toilet busted or that the air conditioner went out or that you flooded because, you know, that happens in Texas, right? So, no, we're talking about being a passive investor and collecting income, which is why it fits so nicely in our customer's product for retirement planning. Absolutely. And I'll say this, th- these are some of the things we, we've really been talking a lot around about the op- around the office here lately about becoming more and more institutional grade. And th- this is us growing up and maturing as a company. But w- one interesting thing that we don't really talk about very much, but I think it's a, a feather in our hat, is these same loans that we're originating and that we're managing in our, our own funds and that, that our, our own investors, our, our clients are investing in, we have on the other side of the table institutional buyers. The, these are these are big Wall Street investors that are buying our loans from us. So w- when you think about that as an individual investor, and this is something I'm I'm personally curious to get get more feedback from from our clients. But when you when you start thinking about larger cat slugs of capital, millions and millions of dollars. From, from larger institutional investors that are buying the same paper that, that you're investing in with Noble Capital. How does that make you feel? I feel, I'd feel like somebody's moving in on my territory. You know what I mean? So I what you, you, where, where's you. my opportunity? That's your first reaction, well, that's right? Pretty, then, then I think you sit back and you say, well, this is some validation. Yeah. I mean, it is. I think ultimately it is. It's just as I see their, the way that they're playing in our space, I feel like the, the minute they find you know, a prettier girl, they're going to go over there. 
And that could very well happen, and that's why we were here before and we'll be yeah. here after. So it's, I think people like us and people listening to the show are the ones that are going to continue to make this world go round in terms of these deals that we're doing. I, mean, I, I, was just, I just told you I was in San Antonio. Um, have you guys ever been to the Pearl Brewery, that district? Sure. Super cool. One of the, one of the best redevelopments I think I've ever seen anywhere. Done not, really not in well. Texas. Yeah, I mean, some, yeah. it felt like New York City in some ways. And... Um, I have a client who is trying to build 14 residential units out there, not right across the street, but a couple blocks away from Pearl Brewery, the coolest district in San Antonio. And I started thinking about him and his dad that are doing this deal, and they're bringing like nine, eight, 900 grand to the deal for us to lend them $3 million and some change. And it's like, damn, they're taking a lot of risk. But people like us are the ones that finance those projects. And people like us are the ones that get those new modern beautiful you know houses in a in a historic district up you know ones that start turning that old tired inventory and investors should love that i don't think we need to reserve that for the big wall street tycoons i think that should be mom and pop they get a piece of that you know and and they can they sure can yeah and 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 they do so the point i'm making is is just the quality of of the paper of of, of the loans the product that that we're delivering is getting institutional, yep. um, you know, viability, and that that's exciting for us for, uh, as a company. That means we're reaching new heights and new levels, and and it's also exciting to be able to deliver on one of our core values, stewardship. Uh, you know, being able to d- deliver on that for our clients, being being the best in class on institutional grade lending. So that that's something you're going to hear a lot more about uh, as you see us grow in, in our strategic 2019 plan. But it's it's something to be proud of when you're working with Noble Capital. You're you're choosing quality. You know, I want to talk about one other thing, and that is before we take a break here in a second. The people that we're lending to, these are real estate investors as well. But these are the guys that are actually, you want to talk about active, right? The difference, it couldn't be further apart from a passive investment. You know, if you think being a landlord is active, you, you haven't done anything yet. These are guys that are literally swinging hammers, working beside their crews, working up budgets, building supply lines for, you know, all the things it takes to actually build or flip these properties. These are the guys that stand to have the highest percentage return, but they also spend the most time on the project. Of course, we're talking about our borrowers, our clients, the people that we're providing these loans to. And it's really interesting segment for us. I, I, if you happen to be listening and you're like, wait a minute, I flip houses. That's what I do. Well, you're, you're listening to the wrong show. We're the guys that are the investors that are, that are lending that capital. But I got good news for you and that, well, good news, bad news. The good news is Romney Navarro has a podcast that is specifically aimed at those of you that are out there flipping properties. Our clients, those, not the investors, but the guys that are out there on the street that are working on on deals and that podcast is called Fire Starters. So it just went live. It's actually on I think all of all of the platforms as of today. I'm getting thumbs up from our producer Sean over there off screen. And so this is really exciting. The so congratulations, Romney, on the new show on Fire Starters. I can't wait to be a guest on your show and give you a hard time. We'll see. Yeah, and by the way, so for our <laughs> listeners, Romney's not just the the, the kind of the middleman uh, joker here on on the radio show. He's actually our chief lending officer at Noble Capital, which is which is why he's the guy. It's not just because he's got a face for radio, but it's because he's the guy for to run Firestarters. So I'm super excited. The bad news is this is one of Romney's last episodes with us as a regular host mm. on the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Well, I'll miss the show. I'll miss the show, but I think what we're doing... He stopped there. He didn't say, I'll miss you guys. No, I'll miss the show, right? Yeah, yeah, brick wall. I'll miss the show, but I think the the world that we're moving into is really... It's it's more my speed, 
and it's really me helping these guys that I know how to help. You guys, you guys are the pros here. This is your game. This is your MO. This is what you've been doing. And you've been, you've been raising money for these projects that I've been funding for so long. So just keep bringing the fire and I will, I'll bring the same. There's some strong deals out there. Though. I'll tell you what, there, there's some serious players. We couldn't do it without you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Baby. We're going to miss you. Yes. Cheers to you guys. Just a little bit. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. Thirteen seventy, the right choice. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Hi, and welcome back to the show. We were just giving Mr. Romney Navarro a sort of goodbye. He's on the show one more time. So if you've been tuning into the Noble Capital Radio Hour specifically to listen to Romney <laughs> Navarro, well, I got you know who you me. are. You're, you're going to drop off and stop listening. Hey, now. <laughs> I had somebody tell me that they listened to us specifically <laughs> yep, for me this that's past That's what I, I was throwing it out there. You I was know who you are. Yeah, you know that who you cool. are. Thanks for the listen out there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fan club. There you fan, go. The Romney Navarro fan club. Number one. They're going to move over to the Firestarters podcast. <laughs> but no, no. all jokes aside, if you want to listen to more of us or you just can't get enough of Romney on the Noble Capital Radio Hour and you have to download previous episodes, you can do that at our website at noblecapital.com. You can also do it at any platform that you can listen to a podcast. So that's out there. But if you want to see us in person, there's only one way to do it. Romney? The one way to do it is... Text in the word secure, S-E-C-U-R-E to the number 313131. And the good news is I've got two upcoming retirement blueprint dinners where Jaden goes up there, talks for about 30, 45 minutes on all the things you need to know to set up a retirement income plan. Those two dates are Thursday, November 1st and Thursday, November 8th. Both of those are at Trulux in Austin in the Arboretum. And again, you text the keyword secure to 313131. Well, this has been a pretty fun episode for us. I, I enjoy talking about it because everybody knows that's one of my passions is in private lending and real estate. We were comparing, talking. also talking, <laughs> less talking would be nice to be honest. So um, we're comparing and contrasting different types of real estate investments, but these all fit in this alternative bucket inside of your income plan, whether you're ready for retirement today or you're trying to basically cue yourself up for that, you need to be looking at what income strategies are you bringing to the table. And you can't just use traditional vehicles that you find available from, I'll, I'll call it, you know, the institutional, the Wall Street investment. You have to be more creative and you need to look at solutions that are available to you right now. So this is what we do. You meet with our advisors, you meet with Jaden Newman, you meet with Jess Hamill in our office and you sit across the table and we really, really dig into this and we provide a comprehensive blueprint for your retirement. That's right. One of the first questions that Jess uh, or myself is going to ask you is, where is your retirement income going to come from? Let's start listing out your income accounts so we can talk about your retirement income plan. And interestingly enough, again, because it is not your grandfather's retirement, it's a pretty short conversation. It's it's like we, we talk about Social Security. Maybe we have his and her Social Security. Or if you're single, you just have your Social Security. And that's one. Okay, and then what's what's number two? Play <laughs> crickets, the crickets, crickets. <laughs> right? So where again? That that that's where the conversation starts. Is okay. So you you mean the only retirement income that you have planned or set up right now is Social Security? And the fact is, is our clients have assets. They have what I call a big pile or a big bucket of money, but they haven't done deliberate income planning 
And what we like to see is a minimum of seven streams of income, seven buckets that are going to generate income. What we're talking about today falls down there, maybe bucket number four or five on the list, and that's private lending. Of course, the the early buckets, we want to really focus on pensions and guaranteed income vehicles that are going to be there for a lifetime. Super safe, and everybody's got their risk tolerance, but we want to get you comfortable with making sure you've got that that vehicle that's going to act like the pension that you never got. And once we get that in place, immediately the conversation is going to turn to real estate, private lending, other alternative ways to generate income. And then we'll talk about, if you have the tolerance, ways to generate income from more risky investments. If you even need that. If you need that. We like to see those investments sitting there being left alone uh, and, and not really being counted on for income. If you think about that, what a beautiful place to be to to participate in the stock market and other risky investments, but not to be in a position where you've put yourself in a pickle where you need to generate income from those investments. Okay, Because if the market goes sideways or goes down, that's the worst place to be. You talk about putting a squeeze on your lifestyle when you're supposed to be out enjoying the, these times. So Private lending, let's come back to private lending. When we get down to number three or four on the list, we want to make sure that we have a conversation about Texas residential real estate generating income by participating on private lending in that space. You know, and I'll I'll elaborate just for two seconds since we're, you know, we're about to wrap up the show here, but Jaden said it a few times now, and it's, it's because it's ingrained in our mantra. We talk about Texas residential real estate. And, and why residential real estate? You know, when we talk about that, it's because of all of the asset classes when it comes to real estate investing, we believe, it's really, really strongly ingrained in us that, that residential real estate is one of the lowest or least risk of those assets. And it's because it can quickly be converted into an income-producing property. So, you know, when you have vacant land or you have some type of a commercial strategy and you essentially get caught when the tide comes out, in a recession, and there's a lot of talk right now on are we moving into a recession? What are you going to do? And that's one of the things that I love about private lending is you can still help that guy out there that Romney's talking to invest in a property and build a rental portfolio even in a recession. And it's because of one simple reason. We all need a place to live. That's right. If you're going to lend money, you might as well lend it on something that if-, if That's you, always in demand? If, yeah. If you end up getting it back, you, you, have, you can do something with it, right? Absolutely. All right. Speaking of what you can do something with, let's play everyone's favorite segment, especially Romney. It's put your money where your mouth is. All right. (laughs) Today, we're going to do put your money where your mouth is like we do every single week, It's a challenge. Sean gives it to us, and he gives us an envelope with the special rules, and Romney doesn't read the rules, and then he just cheats a little bit, reads it up loud. And then we has to challenge us. Yep. All right, so what keep do we talking because I just read it, so I'm, yep. I'm using this. Time. Oh, it's good. I'm, I'm helping you buy some time here. It's real simple. Today's real, real simple. Okay. Sum up today's show in exactly three words. Sum up today's show in exactly three words. It's kind of almost kind of hard because it's so short. Sean's over there grinning that like evil grin and the laugh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I boy, that's tough. Three words. Because all the things that I want to talk about like already have two words in them, and then it's just like one word left. I'm going to go s- kind of silly and like back to like 1992 ad campaigns. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Um, <clears throat> so as it relates to your retirement, got private lending? Oh, come Question on. Mark. Literally, Whoa. that's what I was – I came up with that. I thought the Got Milk campaign would be a good one. Question mark. 
1992. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's great, Romney. Should uh, Sean pause the tape here? Uh, yeah, I really got to pause the timer or something so that I can come up with something new. That was pretty good. Jaden, I don't know if you're queued up or not. I mean, Romney stole mine. Mine, in three words, is simply for, for all of our clients out there, try real estate. Okay. That's not bad. It's okay. on point. All right. Well, mine's kind of lame because Romney's still the best one. All right. Mine is three words. Uh, today's show, get private lending. God, wow. <laughs> How are you the host? <laughs> I don't know. I'm certainly not one of those uh, fast on his feet kind of guys. That's for sure. He I, thought he'd give us an easy one and now we look even dumber. Right? We do. That's true. But you know what? We have people that told us they, they listen to our show, Sean, just to right. see us make idiots of ourselves at the very end. Yep. So that's what we've done. We've done pretty well on that. You know, one of the other things that Romney challenged us with, I'm going to bring this up before we get off the show today, is we actually wanted to be better speakers. So we actually count and tabulate every time that we use a fill word like um or uh, and then we're tabulating all these numbers up, attaching a dollar amount to it, and making a donation. And we're going to be doing that now coming up to the end of the year. But by the way, we're crawling over the $1,000 mark. So Goodness. that's how many times we've said totally worthless words. Yeah, that's a great sign off. That's a great sign off. So look, I hope this topic was valuable to you. If it wasn't, well, Romney wasted more of your time, whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun, Romney. I think we got you for one more show, and then you're off to Firestarters. Can't wait. All right, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Romney, and I'm Jaden. And this is the Noble Capital Radar. We'll see you next week. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advice or client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly-owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured in this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.